Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Today's episode, I want to talk about solar portable charging systems or solar generators portable. Now, um, there's a system out there called Goal Zero or the Goal Zero Yeti. Now, for those of you that may not want to build your own you know, um, DIY portable solar charging generator station, uh, there is options out there um, that is pre-made, um, pre-manufactured that you can buy. And I guess one of the more popular or more well-known units would be the Goal Zero Yeti. They have different sizes. Uh, they have like a 1000 and 1400 model. Um, they also come with, uh, at least the newer styles, come with a lithium-ion battery built in. Now, I I personally like their little unit. Um, it Whoever the designer was that designed the very modular, uh, unique um, layout of that actual package that they have everything in. For those of you that don't know what the Goal Zero Yeti is, it's it's basically it's got a lithium ion battery in it, and it's got a bunch of plugs. You know, twelve volt plugs. It's got one hundred and twenty volt plugs AC. Um, you can plug solar panels into it to recharge it. Um, it has a lot of many um, useful, um, you know, scenarios. You know, say you're going camping or you're working out in a remote job site. You're not essentially going to be powering or running power tools off of it, essentially, um, unless you get a bigger one. But even then, you're kind of pushing the unit because it can only put out so much power um, through the built-in inverter. Um, but it's a very um, compact unit. And whoever the designer was did a really good job as far as making it very um, sleek and compact, right? Now, um, that's the main point that I like about it. Very, It's all together. It's all, everything's, you know, basically crammed into this very nice design box. They have a really nice um, LCD display. Uh, it's, it's very versatile. I, I really like it. Now, um, you could obviously build your own, sure. Um, but, you know, if you're not so technically inclined or maybe you just don't want to you know source all the parts and then you know build a system and wire everything up and have to worry about that there is options out there like i said the goal zero yeti is an option now i'm not getting promoted by them or anything um i'm just talking about a a very portable system that's out there currently now um you know here's the thing so I've built a very small portable system myself, um, DIY, you know, uh, I sourced all the um, components, put them all together, and sure, it works. Um, but with everything, depending on how you're going to build something, uh, you know, you can be either, you, you might be limited to some of the things, right? So I'm going to give you an example for my small little system that I put together. Now, this system is not made to power a home. It's not even made to go camping. But I could use it for some of the camping needs for lights and stuff like that. Um, but what I built mine for was to recharge my um, Milwaukee 
um, M18 and M12 um, lithium-ion batteries. So I have all these cordless power tools that are all brushless, and you know they're pretty cool tools. They work. They work very well. I use them every day, and uh, they all come with battery packs that you can take off and recharge them on a charging station. Now I have a bunch of batteries. I have a ton of them. Um, but when you're out on a job site and you're really pushing the tools, you know, pushing them hard, cutting concrete or, you know, whatever it may be, um, you can you can definitely start burning through these batteries. And more often than not, I've actually burned through all my batteries, meaning I've used up all the juice in them. And so I built a very small little compact system, essentially just to be able to recharge these systems out on a very remote job site. A lot of the places I go to and work, there is no outlets i am not next to any buildings right and so instead of me bringing a gas generator with me um that consumes you know gasoline and stuff i built something that allows me to essentially recharge my um you know um, lithium-ion batteries from milwaukee that way i can kind of keep the the job site rolling or keep whatever project i'm doing uh, moving forward because you know when you're out in a area where you don't have electricity and all your batteries go dead, and if you don't have a generator, uh, you're pretty much done, right? Because you have to go and recharge everything. So um, that was the whole purpose of my system, was not to really power a house or anything. It was just to recharge my work tool batteries. And so um, that's fine. But, you know, you could easily um, buy a system pre-made, right? Because you have to do a lot of research on the components that you're going to use to build your own system, right? You're going to have to, like the biggest, I guess the biggest issue or obstacle you would have to come across as far as if you're building your own system, like I did, is picking the correct inverter, right? Now, you really want to use only the pure sine wave inverters. Um, Don't use modified on pretty much anything. If you can, do not use them. Use pure sine wave inverters. Now, the pure sine wave inverters are a little bit more expensive, sure. Um, they're bigger normally. And depending on, you know, how much um, power you need, the inverter can get bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, I'll give you an example. If I plug in just three of my rapid Milwaukee battery chargers and I put batteries on them to recharge up, um, I'm going to be pushing probably about, I'm going to be pushing a, a little over or close to 500 watts. So, you know, that's quite quite a bit of power you know, for just recharging three batteries, but it's pushing a lot of power into those, um, you know, into the battery chargers to charge those batteries pretty quick. Um, so that's what I like about having something that can recharge a battery real quick is that, um, you can keep the job site moving. Now, um, you have to have an inverter that can handle that, right? So if I'm, if my power load is 500 Watts, you know, give or take, I need an inverter that can do 1,000 watts to 1,500 watts minimum, right? Because you want to have a, a buffer from the top end. Don't go just, I would never just put a 500-watt inverter because essentially what I'm doing is I'm stressing that inverter out because I'm peaking it out. I'm basically flooring it to the, you know, putting the gas pedal to the floor in a sense and, you know, just going to burn that inverter out a lot earlier than I should. So by getting a bigger inverter, you're not putting so much stress on the inverter itself because you still have a, a you know, a buffer ahead of it. That way, you know, you can easily power these things and get a prolonged lifespan out of your components. So 
Um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about the Goal Zero system a little bit, and you know, you could build your own or you could buy your own. Now, um, the Goal Zero Yeti, the lithium battery one, is a very nice unit, right? And you know, I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought about buying one. And, I, and to be honest, I'm still thinking about buying one because besides having one for my tools or whatever, um, you know, the ones I, I built, um, having something that's very sleek and compact and ergonomic, um, you know, it, it has a lot of benefits because you can slide it into small spaces. You can easily pack it away or pack it into areas, you know, that kind of stuff. Now, the only thing that I don't like about their... Uh, um, setup, I should say, is the price point. The price point is quite expensive. I believe, now don't quote me, but I believe their 1400 model, um, Go Zero Yeti 1400 model lithium ion battery one, um, run, like here locally where I live, um, at like a um, hardware store or more of a bigger hardware store, they actually have them on sale, not on sale, but they, they're selling them for like $3,300. Yeah. $3,300. Now you can go with the unit a little bit below that. Which would be the 1000 model. And I think they're selling them for. Oh I think it's 1500. Anywhere between 15 to 1800. Somewhere around there. Somewhere in there. And that's you know that's kind of expensive. Right. Um, but you know you're getting a pre-built unit. You know. So I, I'm not trying to justify their prices by any means because I I disagree with their pricing. It's, you know, to me, it seems it is overpriced. Um, but then you have to kind of weigh out some of the things, right? If you're not so inclined and you don't really want to source your own components and build your own little system and wire everything up, um, you know, th that's why they have the price point so high, right? Because it's pre-made. You know, you don't have to put any time and labor and you buy it, it arrives and you're pretty much good to go. That's it. Plug stuff in and, you know, go for it. So um, it, what it comes down to is preference and what you want to do. Now, obviously, if you build your own system because, you know, you're not manufacturing these things on the wide, you know, you're basically just building your own little system. It's not going to look as neat and ergonomic and sleek as their design. Sure. But. Could you accomplish the exact same thing? Maybe not in the best looking package? Sure. Absolutely. And you could do it for, you know, half the cost. Easily half the cost. But you have your time, labor, sourcing products, and then putting everything together. So there's no right and wrong answer here. It just comes down to preference. But I want to mention that if you guys are not aware of their little system, you know, it might be something to look into. There's other brands out there as well that have their little compact system. Um, but the Go, Z Go, Go Zero Yeti has been out there the longest, I believe. And um, they've been kind of, you know, refining it. Um, e even with their newest models, the very newest models there, I, I believe they still have some ways to go, a little bit ways to go to really fine tune the product to be, you know, really, really nice. Um, there's a couple corks in, in, in their um, design that they should have, you know, built into the system instead of you having to buy them separately, you know, so that's kind of where um, it gets tricky on some of these things. Um, but yeah, you know, think about building your own or buying something like that. Sure. Um, I think everybody should have at least a very small system, regardless if you're buying one or you're building your own, it doesn't matter. You should always have 
a small little, you know, economical um, charging portable system. You know, that way you can power lights, you can recharge your batteries, um, you can even power some just regular, you know, 110 or 120 AC um, things, you know, within reason, obviously. You're not going to be running a washing machine or anything on it, but, uh, you know, within reason. Um, really good designs for going camping, right? You don't need a generator anymore as long as you have enough battery capacity to hold you over for, you know, however long you're going camping, you know. Obviously, if you're going camping for one day, your capacity doesn't need to be that big. But if you're going camping for two months, uh, yeah, you might, you're going to need a bigger capacity, obviously, right? And then you're also going to have to have a way to recharge this system, you know, when you're out and about. And for me, I have, um, I do have a couple of different types of solar panels. So I have a fo foldable solar panel, um, foldable 100 watt solar panel from um, Renogy. I also have two um, flexible, really flat, thin um, 100 watt solar panels. Uh, and then I also have smaller solar panels that are like 50 watts. You know, they're not flexible or anything. They're like a... Like the full-size panel, but just, you know, smaller because it's only a 50-watt solar panel. So there is options out there for you to consider as far as how you're going to recharge this with a solar panel, right? You can you can pick what's going to work for you in in your situation, you know? Like say you're going camping and you're going to set something up next to your, your tent or, you know, whatever it may be. Then, yeah, you could easily put out, you know, a foldable solar panel or... Um, you could even have the panels mounted to your RV or to the roof of your vehicle. Um, there's many scenarios. It just depends on preference and what you're willing to, you know, settle with in the end. Uh, and then also being able to recharge the system when you're at home without using the solar, you know. Maybe you just want to plug it into the wall real quick and, and charge it up. Um, having that built in is a nice feature as well, you know. Um, so think about these things. And also the other critical thing is airflow right? So if you're building a system, it's, it's very tempting to try to cram everything into a box, right? Uh, but the thing is, you really have to think about the heat generation. You know, inverters get warm and they get hot, depending on how hard you're pushing the inverters, and they need airflow. In every inverter, there is a fan or multiple fans, right? Because it wants to, you have to move air through that inverter to keep it cool, so if you build a box that is 100% waterproof, right, and it has no airflow whatsoever from the outside in and inside out, um, you know, you could be facing some issues because things are going to overheat. You know, they can't cool themselves down because essentially what it's doing is just recycling the same air that's in a very enclosed box. So you have to think about all these little, you know, um, obstacles. So that way you can keep your equipment running pretty smooth, you know. Uh, and then also, you know, there's also DC to DC. So, you know, instead of using an inverter, you could go and buy and purchase, you know, just DC uh, appliances. You know, there's DC things out there. They're not as widely known as, you know, AC appliances, but there is DC appliances out there. Um, the ironic thing is, right, like all of our cell phones run on batteries, right? All our flashlights run on batteries. Right. Um, a lot of the things that we use like on a daily basis runs on batteries, you know, and it's all DC. Right. So if you could go from DC to DC on some of the things, that's fine, too. There is some homes out there and some RVs out there where there is no AC 
as far as um, power. It is all DC, which simplifies the process, really, because you don't need an inverter, you know? Basically, you just got, you know, some wires going from your battery directly to, like, a light switch, going to an actual light bulb. That's all DC, right? You don't need no inverter. And I really like that because it keeps the system very simple, less components, um, but you do have to search around more for the DC appliances more. But there is homes out there and RVs out there um, that just run solely on DC. Very cool. You know, keep it very simple. One less component, in a sense, to purchase and have to worry about breaking. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times they'll take, uh, you know, a positive and negative coming off the, the battery. And they'll go into like a uh, little breaker box that's all DC. And then from that little breaker box, you can divide circuits up. You know, you can have regular... Um, dc fuses very simple system you know and then you can branch off from that little breaker box or and spread out your circuits you know through light switches and plugs or um, cigarette lighter plugs or usbs and that's another thing right a lot of things that we use nowadays including our phones um you know it's a plug that with on the other end is a usb you know so you could easily do something you know all dc instead of having you know ac um but it comes down to preference once again what you're trying to achieve you know, that kind of stuff. I'll give you a quick example. If Milwaukee sold um, a rapid battery charger that was DC, you know, just with a regular cigarette light plug, I would buy them. I would absolutely buy them tomorrow. But they don't sell, currently, they don't sell any rapid battery chargers for DC. They do sell uh, a battery charger for DC, but it's not rapid. It's a slow charge. And when you're out on the job site... Uh, you know, you can't really afford to have that time to charge things up, you know, so the rapid chargers work for, very well for me, you know, and vice versa, you know, if you have some uh, DeWalt or uh, Makita or um, Ryobi tools or whatever, you know, they all take batteries, a lot of them, right? And you have to have a way to charge them. And so you have to think about how long you're willing to wait for something to be charged while you're working, you know? If a battery is going to take, say, two hours to charge compared to a battery taking, say, 20 minutes, well, that's a big difference. You know, keep that job site moving. So anyway, guys, look, you know, look around, see what kind of options you have available to you. Um, you know, just start, you know, looking around. Go online, look for plugs. If you want to build your own system, start sourcing the products and just get all your little components together. And then once you get all the components together and you have them in your hand, you'll see how much how much stuff there is, right? And then you can kind of gauge the size of the box that you may need in order to accommodate all these things, you know? And then obviously, if you don't want to build your own system, there is systems available out there that you can easily purchase and just just go, you know, plug in and go. So anyway, guys, I'm just trying to, you know, keep everybody's mind thinking outside of the box, <laughs> pardon the pun, and uh, keep the wheels moving here. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next one.